Isn't it curious that every member of your family has a different voice? That a baby can recognize their mother's voice from inside the womb? That identical twins have the exact same vocal cords but usually don't sound similar? And teenagers can sense the tone of their dad's voice when he says, I'll think about it. Even over WhatsApp. I'll think about it. Let your family follow their curiosity with unlimited data when you bring everyone's plans together on Vodafone's multi-mobile red family plan. Get a third plan for only 15 euro per month. 12-month contract, 15 euro per month. Max speed, 10 megabits per second. Applies when you add red unlimited SIM only as a third plan with red family. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. Hello and welcome to another episode of Castology, the podcast where we recommend and review podcasts after listening to podcasts because we love podcasts. Mm. I'm one of your castologists, Saint C. Weber. That lovely voice belonged to Liz Best. And that sonorous voice belongs to Nick Bleeker. How are we all? It's good to see you guys. <laughs> we recorded the last few episodes all in one chunk in anticipation of lockdown. So we haven't seen each other. And now that the restrictions are slightly relaxed and you're allowed to have two visitors in your home, it's kind of, it's nice. It, it does is. remove nice a little bit of the, uh, the edge. I mean, yeah, a little bit. It was a little bit more fun last time. It's true. <laughs> we were speakeasying and yeah. now we're like allowed to be doing this. What Ugh, the fuck? Ugh, I hate rules. <laughs> yeah. And look, I did wash my hands incredibly thoroughly on coming into the studio as well. So I didn't even break that rule. I have a lockdown question for you both. Uh huh. Have you been listening to more podcasts or less podcasts? I thought it would be more. Mm. It is markedly less. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like an asshole about it because I was like, oh, I'm going to have all this time and then I can play podcasts while I'm working. But because my job has ramped up, I don't have the mental space to be able to – I don't have the mental space for podcasts <laughs> yeah. at the moment. Mm. I pretty much just listen to old episodes of Thrilling Adventure Hour, occasionally a bit of R slash, and then I dip in to listen to us to make sure that we don't sound like dickheads <laughs> and if there's anything we need to improve. It's really good. But this week, I have listened to podcasts because that's our job. <laughs> Hooray. Yeah. Mine was you? Mine was markedly less too. I got made redundant from my job about four weeks ago. Oh, and dude. And I thought, Sorry. oh, it's fine. I don't really actually care to be completely <laughs> honest. Um, but I thought I would, like like you, I'd have more time, have all these things around the house, clean Pandemic the kitchen, do brain. this. It's great. And then I have really not listened to much to be completely honest mm. I think the whole world being so fucked up everybody's just kind of gone into it I need like this is what I need to do to survive now yeah. and I think there's a lot of people kicking their own asses for not being productive now that they have downtime if they're not in a job but let's be honest like I do have a job and all I have been doing is sleeping and working and even on my days off I need to do nothing to prepare for the doing something. Working from home is hard because there's nothing delineating yeah. when you should be working and when you shouldn't be working except that arbitrary line in your head. Mm. What our work does, a really good thing, is that every morning at 9.15 we have a meeting mm. and sometimes that lasts for five minutes just so that we can be like, hi all, and so that like you know that you have to be up and at that yeah, meeting. Yeah, yeah. So I usually start before the meeting, so I've already got a bit of a, a, a run-up. But I think if I didn't have that morning meeting, it'd yeah. be... I've had really to be incredibly disciplined. Yeah. yeah, the statistics around what's happening to the traffic in the podcast sphere is really interesting 
at the moment because some people saying it's slightly up, some people saying slightly down. The listening times have shifted from morning to afternoon. Yeah, uh, it's really interesting. Well, yeah, I've been panicking looking at our numbers because our numbers <laughs> have gone down. Yeah, no, well, not by not by as much as most other people. Yeah. It's only been a fine little shave off, but. That, that first, to our podcast, the God. first three weeks, like uh, overall, there was like between a 10 and 23% drop overall in the listenership. And then it's kind of built back up. So it's be- kind of between five and 15 now yeah. overall. But yeah, listening. Uh, it's a li- commute listening. activity for me. And now yeah. there's no commute. Yeah, but it also feels for me like it's a routine sometimes. Yeah. Like I was at work and then I knew at work that I had a block of time where I could listen to an X amount of shows, uh, new, old for the show, all that sort of mm. stuff. Mm. And now I'm just like, I don't have any of that structure at the moment. So I'm just kind of like, oh. Also, you're at work. You've got to put your earbuds in to distract yourself from your stupid co-workers who are distracting you. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. When you're at home, right. it's yeah. just you and you're yeah. the stupid co-worker. Yeah. But it's been really nice this week getting back into it because I've reminded myself how much I do adore a good podcast. Mm. So I think I'm going to flick the TV off. Because I've been watching a lot of television, but yeah. not as much podcasts. Yeah. So I think I'm going to flick the TV off and just put podcasts on sometimes. That yeah. is honestly how I've been doing it because I've been listening. I have my consumption hasn't gone down, but I've been spending a lot less time in discovery of new yeah. podcasts. Yeah. Um, because I've just kind of been like, okay, I have comfort podcasts. I now. have sixty podcasts on my list. I should catch up on most of them. Yeah. Um, I just go only ones only good vibes only. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then so we have this week's record. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into this week. So we don't have a theme this week, but we've each got a podcast. I'm going to uh, tell you about mine first. So this week I am recommending a podcast called Mother Hacker. So Mother Hacker is a audio drama from Gimlet. <clears throat> wow, you look so what smug. What are you smiling about? Because I've already listened to it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's it, uh, written by Sandy Parkes uh, and executive produced and directed by Amanda Lippitz. Amanda Lippitz. Mm-hmm. That uh, name so, is familiar, isn't yeah. it? I don't know why. So the, it stars Carrie Coon, Pedro Pascal, Alan Cumming, Lucas Hedges, Tavi Gevinson and Alex Goldman. You had me at Carrie, Carrie Coon. Carrie Coon, thank you. <laughs> yes, yep. I love her. Um, so basically this is about a mother who is like getting bothered by robo calls who who get basically gets fished and her and money stolen and she investigates that and then she kind of gets recruited by those people into their scheme to take money from other people Mm. and it follows her story it's very very fun i'm gonna say but not 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 like in laugh out loud fun but it is kind of very interesting in its pace it keeps going and it and it is morally questionable characters protagonist which is yeah she never really she never really struggles with what's happening, at least at the start. It's always just kind of like, okay, yeah, no, this is an opportunity. I've set my lines and we'll go from there. Um, but yeah, it is, it's really interesting in the way that it also incorporates uh, the found footage and in inverted commas of uh, phone calls and right. voicemail and that sort of thing, just in the process of, this, of telling the story. Uh, similar to Carrier, it is all from her perspective, um, or kind of like she'd be listening to voicemail in the car and her kids are yelling at each other or what have you. But yeah, 
Very interesting. Mother Hacker. And just start at the beginning. I like the name. <laughs> yeah, it is a great name. Mother and, Hacker. And see how far you want to stick with it. Um, yeah, I think that this was, this was, I got through most of it and then I had to stop for some reason. And the next day I went back and finished it. Excellent. 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 Wonderful. Now, Liz. I knew you were going to say me. <laughs> well, you complain when you go last. <laughs> <laughs> I complain all the time. When will you learn this? This is who I am as a person. Um, I'm going to recommend Cautionary Tales. Now, this is a submission. Um, I had two people tell me to pop this on the list. Um, not been submitted. It's not a self-submission. It's a listener submission. Um, so, people have said that they liked this particular podcast and it's one that they put on... Um, just in the background when they want information light. Um, so what it is, is it's, you know how you used to tell kids like fairy tales that are kind of unsettling, but they have a moral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is like that, but life. <laughs> so it's all about cautionary tales of things that people have done really badly in history and whether we should be heeding those warnings or whether it's better to not heed those warnings. And I found it interesting because it brings kind of like a folklore element into history and also talks about where it's going now in a phil philosophical sense as well. So they talk about things like... Um, uh, it, it's oh god where are my notes so there's one of them that I recommended there's two episodes that I recommended for you guys um, you have reached your destination and Bowie Jazz and the unplayable piano um, you have reached your destination kind of starts out talking about like the oracles of Delphi and, and mm. predicting things and you're like how is this applicable today but then they're talking about how computers and mm. the algorithmic way of predicting things and whether we should listen to our modern day oracles stock and market yes <laughs> and it's really fascinating um and Bowie Jazz and the Unplayable Piano is talking about um, mistakes being a creative goldmine. So where, the, where you Lord shouldn't hear the... That. Yeah. <laughs> but I really like this podcast. They use all kinds of different people, including Alan Cumming again. Is this the Alan Cumming episode? Maybe I don't it know. is. Ooh. So um, <laughs> it's from Pushkin Industries, um, the makers of Malcolm Gladwell's Revisionist History. Uh, okay. Um, and it's... The host is... I think it's Sam, Sam Robinson, I think. I'm sorry if it's not. Um, but he, I think he, he's got a very British way of telling you these stories in, in a way that I find endearing. Mm. Um, and, yeah, so there's like uh, Archie Punjabi from The Good Wife, Toby Stevens from Die Another Day, Russell Tovey from Quantico. Um, all these different people come in and help tell these cautionary tales and whether we should heed them or not. So if you're going to compare it to, uh, I mean, similar content like The Alarmist, is this more like story driven rather than yeah, like Yeah, so it's 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 a tale told through soundscapes and stories and it's narrated by one person. It's not oh. chatty. Yeah. It's it's very much they're going to lead you down a path and tell you which parts of the story they want to tell you at which times and then kind of the host then kind of philosophizes about what could happen in the future and things like that. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. Cautionary tales. Do you love a good British storyteller too? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I really do. Just that accent. I can't yeah. do it, so but Liz can do it for me, that's fine. Absolutely. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What have you got for us? Me? I think this is my first 
Wondery submission. <gasps> I think it is. I think. Well, now you've... Probably should have checked that, but Yeah, whatever. that's the thing. You've broken the dam now. Yeah, well, that's right. Um, anyway, we need to play like the Wondery key. Wondery, Wondery. Anyway. You'll, uh, be, so you'll be hearing ding. about every new Wondery <laughs> yeah, release yeah, yeah, on yeah. your feet. Well, I have on this one. Um, so this uh, my recommendation this week is We Crashed. Which is a podcast about? Have you guys heard of uh, WeWork? Which yes. is like a yes, so shared workspace. Yes, but yeah. only in periphery. Yeah. And this is something. This is a podcast that has been on my radar for a while. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad that you're giving me the the, the push. The, the it's I find it really interesting because this whole it was WeWork was sort of designed. Um, I've actually had a tour of the one that's in Brisbane. There's Are you one. kidding me? Yeah, yeah. It's it's incredible. And then I look at it and I'm like, you must be losing so much money because there's no one here using the workspace. But anyway, so the story was that WeWork was just this Silicon Valley uh, venture capitalist sort of thing, starting with shared workspaces, really emphasized like chilled out working culture, free beers, coffee, people at the door, you know, like parties all the time. And then when they put themselves to market, like public or however it works, their valuation like tanked. And they lost a lot of money. And it, then was, it was it was the biggest loss in history yeah, at that point. Yeah. yeah. So like the initial valuation of it was huge, and then it went to market, and then it was f- dead. Um, it's just such a weird concept. Like the 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 shared workspaces. I get pretty much anything else that company did that wasn't the shared workspaces. Anyway, that's for reviewing. But it's the thing, like you look at everything that in that office, you pay like the the cheapest one you could pay is $500 a month to rent the space. So you mm-hmm. could just go in and you would get access to coffee and beer and some fruit. And that was about it. And I never saw anyone. I actually worked in the building next door to it and I never saw anyone actually using the space. But it looked incredible. But then they talk about like... Oh, no, that's a next week thing. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, yeah, we can talk about it next week. Um, um, but yeah, it's about like Adam Newman, who was the guy that founded the company, and about sort of his journey to, that went up to where yeah. it is. So I mean, is it a? It, they definitely followed the Uber model yes. in the sense that like you create the product and you pay for the product until it gets popular enough to become a necessity in society. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. The, the problem is, is that WeWork is not that. No, well, but yeah, so it's as called the pandemic has shown. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. Um, so is it a fairly Wondery style of storytelling? Like yeah. you know how Wondery has its set style of storytelling. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, my Wondery sort of ventures. I mean, I don't. I'm not complaining. This, I love that style of well, storytelling. Th- that's the thing. I think this sort of story lends itself pretty nicely to a sort of Wondery mm. storytelling. So, um, yeah, it, it pretty much is what you would expect from a Wondery show. It's only six episodes, so yep. pretty quick, um, and it's incredibly interesting because it's. For me, I was like, it's less of the whole like true crime and more of the potential corporate espionage, you know. Slash big complete white utter collar. narcissist wanker <laughs> yeah. of a boss. The collapse of the white collar, yeah. um, all that sort of stuff. Either so, yeah. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ignore me. Uh. <laughs> all right. Well, that that is those are our recommendations for this week. Let's get on to the reviews from last week. So last week we had from Liz, fake heiress. Yes. We had from Nick, full of civilizations. You betcha. And we had from me, please save me. And I would like to hear what you thought of mine first. <laughs> because this is a weird podcast. It's so weird. You go, Liz. You go. Do they just like 
go, okay, let's do an episode, hit record and say whatever the fuck comes I to think, their mind? I, I think or do it they is. have cliff notes? I, like if they have little notes written down for themselves about where they want to go? They must or? have notes of like where they've been and what's happening. Hang on. Do you want to go back and explain what yes. it is okay, again? So Please Save Me is a recap show of a like an NYPD or a like Chicago Hope or a like Boston Legal kind of show that doesn't actually exist. Yep. So the show doesn't exist. They're recapping They're and reca- doing deep dives on something <laughs> on material that is not in existence. Yeah. Yeah. It is this I okay. So initially I was like, what the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> this is My note fucking, just says, What the fuck is yeah. happening? But then I slow and I don't know if it's because like maybe I'm just a bit slow you on drank the get. The but I was kind of like I think they're just improving and they're getting different mm. improv artists to come in every episode and just pretend like they're on the show. And then I fell in love with it and I thought it was fucking it's, hilarious. It's, it's, oh God, the amount of, I wonder how many ums and ahs they've edited I out. yeah. Because it seems like this shit comes too easily. Yeah. It comes too easily. And it's like, I listened I mean, to the episodes where they three did. three seasons in. So like they've practiced. Yeah, they've done a great job. <laughs> So I've only listened to two episodes and I need to listen to a third that actually recaps an episode because I've listened to the one where they did the um, behind the scenes deep dive and I love how they're like, we're doing a deep dive. It's going to last two minutes. There's the timer. Um, I'm like, that's not a deep dive. Um, And the character deep dive where they had all their intro music just going character one so they could just like make shit up on the spot. but I love how it seems like sometimes something's over and then they're like, and the real character flaw of this person is the fact that they ate an apple whilst riding a duck. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, it's always yes and. It's yeah. like, yes. <laughs> and wasn't that heartwarming for everybody? And it, wasn't <laughs> that duck cute? But they do an <laughs> exceptional job. Like that's the thing. I do think that there may be some really very, very good editing there has yeah. to because, be. Like you said, it, there are moments, because uh, the first episode, I think, like if you're listening to this, please do the first episode because it does establish things pretty nicely. <laughs> yeah. Well, pretty nicely until it gets like 25 minutes and then it just goes, ne- <laughs> who knows? But for me, I like sitting I'm like, you guys are really fucking good if you're improving this. They're like, committed. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know who you are. Like, you're not big time comedians that I would yeah. expect to be good at improv. But the person they had on, I can't, I can't remember his name. Um, was was in on the whole thing. Like it was just, I was sitting there just going, what the fuck is going on? And it just kept... Like, it's, 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 it's like the podcast, the Mandela Effect podcast. It was like, yes. does yeah. this show actually exist? Yeah, just like, <laughs> oh I yeah, I remember it? that yeah. detail of a show that I've never seen. Okay, come on, I'm just this show's gaslighting me. The show is professional comedic gaslighting. I mean, and that's why I brought it here because this isn't this is by no means a podcast for everyone, but this is an artifact of a podcast that just the fact that it exists in its current I just think form it's podcast needs it's, to be it's, noticed. It's improvisational yeah. art. Like mm. it is I mean, I guess, yes, we've said the editing thing and they might edit it. I do want to know, because I know that when you do like on stage improv, um, they're like, give me a place, give me a name, give me a this. And so obviously it's set in Chicago, which is also a character because Chicago has to be a character. Um, But I want to know whether they have little bits of universal truths that they stick to and riff around or Mm. whether they literally make everything up on the spot. Yeah. 
I mean, well, they have. They keep referring back to like what has happened previously, so yeah. they must have pretty extensive notes. On well, like they've got to have notes of yeah. what they've already said, but yeah. I want to know whether they had any universal truths of what they were going yeah. to say right. before well, they yeah. said it. So please let us know if you listen to yeah. this. Yeah, if you know, let us know because I'm I, so I interested. haven't listened to all of it. It's because, fascinating. Yeah, it's it's a study in creativity yeah. um, and also very oddball funny. weirdness. <laughs> yeah, oddball. It's off the wall. Yes. It's, yeah. I also did kind of imagine, I was like, have these guys like written a 60-page show Bible that they can just, they know? Yeah. Like, they've got, they literally have like Sometimes a plan of Sometimes it sounds episodes. like they have and then someone will bring in something that's so far-fetched yeah. that could never possibly happen that you're just like, yeah. you know, they just made that up right yeah. then. Yeah, like in the first episode, <laughs> right they're then. talking about like all the punks or whatever that are getting fucking killed <laughs> and it just keeps going like up and up and up and up and how the guy, had, they had to cut the guy out because he kept trying to elbow in on the, and I'm just like. And I love how all the characters' names sound like the names, of the, some of the character names sound like the names of the actors who play yeah. them. Like they've just thought about that. <laughs> Yeah, if you you're know. just kind of like, oh, played by Oprah Winfrey. And <laughs> yeah. The character's, the character's name, name is Orpha <laughs> Binley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. But they don't even do, it's not even, they don't go Orpha Binley. No, it's, They're yeah, like, like, it's, it's there. It's on the end of their tongue. Yeah. There's no hesitational sounding things. And yeah. when they are trying to sound, like when they're, Thinking of something, they sound confident even if they slow down their pace until they've finished thinking of it. But yeah. it's still, it's yeah. not ever like a, and then it happened like that. It's matter of fact, yeah. this shit happened. And they do break their, they break their character, so to speak, as well, a lot. Where the, where the jokes actually get so far-fetched that they just crack. Yeah. And it's so fun. I, that for me, I was yeah. like, well, listening to him break, I'm like, oh, this yeah. is fucking, this is actually pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's strange. I'm still not sure if I'm like, I love this, but I I admire the shit out of <laughs> How it. How did you find this? Uh, this was actually recommended to me by a friend of mine going, you're into improv. Have you ever listened to this podcast? I'm like, I have not. I thought I was across most improv podcasts. And I listened to it and I was like, what is happening? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, it got me similar to a, 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 what I think, it, how it got Nick. And yeah. it was like, okay, yep, people need to know about this one. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> agreed, agreed. Long form improv is hard and it's it's worth it. Yeah. All right, well, that that was Please Save Me. Uh, let's go on to... Uh, let's go on to Fall of Civilizations. Yeah. From Nick. A podcast that... The title basically explains. Uh, it's called <laughs> Fall of Civilizations. It talks about just different civilizations that have fallen. I think I said that uh, in last week's episode too because it's just so easy. Yeah. Um, but it sort of deep dives into different civilizations. So there's one like about uh, China. I think there's some Mayan ones. I don't think I recommended specific episodes to you. I know, Zane, you've listened to this fully. Correct. Which was hilarious when you told me that <laughs> and not at all surprising. But Liz, what did you listen to? Um, I listened to the Roman Britain first episode because it was the shortest <laughs> oh yeah it's a long show <laughs> um it's no for me Dry. um i i've got pandemic brain right and pandemic brain means that i can't focus on i can't focus on stuff for that long amount of time unless there's a significant hook to it and mm. just talking history isn't enough for me yeah Production values wise, it reminded me a lot of cautionary tales. Yeah. Um, which 
led me to believe that had my brain not been mashed potato that I probably would have enjoyed it because um, there was a lot of it and I was like, am I listening to cautionary tales or am I listening to Fuller Civilizations? Because it's very similar yeah. and the kind of topics that they talk about are similar without as much of a gimmick. Um, so I, I am going to blame me being a hell no on this one on my pandemic brain because I have enjoyed a lot of other dry historical podcasts before just because I'm interested in history but I don't have the capacity to follow a train of thought for over mm, an hour stuff. at because, the moment because it is incredibly in depth detailed yeah. it's incredibly detailed and i tried and i found myself just listening and tuning out because i just like that's why i haven't watched any movies since the pandemic started i just don't have the capacity to follow something that's longer than an hour yeah. through to the end yeah um, i can't remember what did you think of um, hardcore history. Dan I Carlos. really liked yeah. hardcore history. I also really liked History on Fire <coughs> with Daniele yeah. Bolele. Um, I did. Yeah, I, I object to having to listen to something for four and a half hours. Um, that's fair. I am like, not. Fair. <laughs> I am not a long form podcast no. gal unless it is narrative. Mm. Um, I'm not the type of person who wants to mainline information into my brain. That is not what I go to podcasts for. Um, so. In terms of production values, I think it's well well researched, well produced. Historical buffs will love this podcast. Anyone who's also got mashed potato COVID brain, no. Yeah, I would say like it's unless you really want to lock in, like it it is difficult to lock in. Speaking yeah. as a historical buff who does want to lock in, this was a, this was a very easy yes for me. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I like about it more than most other historical podcasts that I've listened to is the f- how non-western centric it is. Yeah. It doesn't it yeah. and it doesn't try to put everything in like a western civilization uh framework. It it basically gives you the history as it was. I particularly liked the East Island uh the Easter Island episode because there's a lot of myths about what happened on Easter Island yeah. and how how it fell, how they they kind of were successful and then stopped being successful. <clears throat> but also I really like the most recent one, which is the Han Dynasty, the Chinese one. I very yeah. nearly listened to that one. Like I was tossing up and then I was like, this one's an hour and four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think like there, there were some of them that I didn't connect to as much. And I don't know whether it was the content or just, yeah, my mindset. I didn't particularly connect with the Aztec one um, and also the, the, um, the Mayan, but all the Khmer Empire um, in the Cambodian uh, Empire was also really interesting. Listen. I think I will be putting this on my list to go back to once um, my brain has gone mm. back into my skull um because yeah the, i mean noticing that it sounded very much like one of my favorite podcasts led me to believe that i would enjoy it if yeah I yeah wasn't i also really enjoy that he gets voice actors to read like transcripts or, or yeah yeah letters that's cool. or whatever yeah. Bre- breaks it up a little bit without going full dramatization wondery style yeah so i think i also appreciate that about this podcast as well um but yeah i mean this is a this is this is a zane podcast big win for me yeah it it is it like is. I, and and i'm a hundred percent willing to admit that it's not a bad podcast it's just not for me yeah you right have now. to really be in the right frame of mind for it yeah yep. yeah and they are long like they could split it up an hour they don't. and five it's a minutes was the shortest yes uh, most of them there was one that was over four hours yes yep. <laughs> i wasn't touching that with a 10 foot fucking barge pole <laughs> 
<laughs> if I can't sit down and watch fucking Parasite, which is apparently amazing because my How brain won't cope. I'm not going to go there. It's because fine. my brain won't cope and because it involves reading and watching a movie and at the moment I can't do either. I also think maybe quarantine isn't the best well, time this to is watch what I'm thinking. Yeah. Parasite. Yeah, like yeah. I don't I need escapism happy right yeah. now. I'm to be fair, it is a little bit funny, but it is also very claustrophobic at times. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. want to more claustrophobic. Very eat the rich. No. Well, let's talk about your podcast. Speaking ladies. of eating the rich, <laughs> Fake Heiress. <laughs> uh, so Fake Heiress is a podcast about uh, Anna Delvey, or as as she was known, Anna Delvey, because it turns out she's a massive con artist <laughs> that managed to get a whole lot of people to give her a whole lot of money for a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. What do you think? I really appreciated that they 100% didn't try to dupe the audience. Like they, they straight up said, okay, so you've heard of this person. This is who she was. This is what you know. Let's go into it. Yeah. Um, the facts of this I found very interesting because I didn't know a lot about it. I read a shitload. Like I, I was just fascinated. I'm fascinated with con artists like this who could yeah. somehow – I'm like I can't even get people that – know me to give me things that I want let alone dupe strangers who don't know me into paying for a $30,000 anything yeah um, <laughs> my one sticking point with this podcast is the dramatization there was just a little too much of it for me because they would like they would say a sentence and then there was a 10 second scene basically just restating the sentence but in drama form you have to either or that shit yeah and like, it's like yeah. You, you, you set a scene up you let a scene play out and then you continue on. Yeah. It, yeah, it really felt like doublespeak to me. Um, but overall, very interesting. Um, but, the, yeah, the the actual delivery got a little on my nerves. Yeah. I think I really loved it. Uh, I literally haven't finished the last episode. That's how deep I got into it. Nice. But I think, for me, it's beautifully produced. I really love the soundtrack. I love that it has the BBC behind it. And it's like, oh, we have the yeah. soundtrack to the world. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the heavy. And then the heavy plays. <laughs> Um, but I also I think my reservation with it was I think the structure of it was a it threw threw me off quite a bit. I was listening to it in the car when I was driving around um, for work. Um, and when you had a job, um, <laughs> and I found it a little bit weird because it was like it would tell it would basically like tell us what was happening, what had happened, and then it would go into the dramatization of it, and it was fine. But sometimes I'm just like, nah. Uh, you need a script doctor to come in and be like, you've said this. You can either go with your description or the dramatization, yeah. and I found the same yeah. thing. But I liked the story so much. Also, that. the yeah. accent work was not always the great. accent work was <laughs> very yeah. Accent police, please. Call. I am part of the accent police. <laughs> yep. and I have arrested many people yep. in conjunction. Member. Yeah, self um, self deputized. Yeah. Um, but I think this the, for me, like you said, Liz, the story is so good, weird, and really bizarre. It really is bizarre that this woman was able to just do people so easily it's like me just literally looking and being like hey Liz look can you just give me like send me two grand and you're like yeah for sure that's and then like there is literally no like I know you and there's literally no way that I she we just gotta be friends with rich people yeah rich people be dumb I think that's I I think it's because yeah to a rich person two thousand dollars is like oh sometimes she's like thirty thousand dollars and her friends just like okay Cool, so your $30,000 for the private jet that we took didn't clear. Can you just carry it on your credit card? And they're like, sure. And yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'd want to sign a fucking contract before yeah. I gave someone that amount of money. I mean, yeah, that's that's a car. <laughs> like, even if I was rich, I'd still be like, 
no, I need you to sign a contract to pay. This is a loan. Yeah. Sign this paper, please. It's really, I found it really interesting that the re, well, the, one of the motivating factors that they touch on is that the woman, uh, whatever her actual name is. Anna Sorokin, Sorokin I think it yeah, was. Um, is quite boring and not very interesting <laughs> and needed to take on a new personality. You don't which, need to rob people to be interesting. Well, I mean... <laughs> She did, so <laughs> she obviously was as boring as a fucking cardboard box. But um, I think, like, looking at that, I thought that was an interesting sort of bit. But the yeah. show kind of, like, glides over it a little bit. It's towards yeah. the end of the show, where they, yeah. the end of the season, where they start talking about, like, the personality of it. But it's really I, – I did find it interesting how her greed and her basically knowing that she's duping everyone started to get more like, I'm good at this yeah. and I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. You know? And it's like – yeah, the problem is, is that the dramatization just yeah doesn't stick. No. Nope. All right. Cool. I mean, well, that's that's a. I uh, I mean, it's it's interesting if you if you can listen to it, listen to it. Mm, I, it's it, great. I learned a lot about it that I didn't know already. Mm. Yeah, it's one of those stories where if you're into it, you knew everything about it, and if you didn't, then it's just a really cool, weird story of yeah, a con yeah. woman. Yeah. All right, so those are our reviews of our last week's stories. This week, though, we recommended for you to listen i recommended mother hacker which is an audio drama about a working mother who gets roped into uh identity theft ring uh liz and i recommended cautionary tales which is cautionary tales from history and should we heed them or not and i recommended we crashed a podcast about we work crashing with value and stuff it's good <laughs> just we crashed <laughs> And that's the end of the story. <laughs> so you can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, on Instagram. Um, if you want your podcast featured on here or if you are a fan of a podcast that you think we should know about, send us an, e- an email at castologypodcast at gmail.com or reach out on social media or there is a form on our website, that's not com forward slash castology, where you can f- input all the details and that gets to us directly. Yeah, because Please Save Me was a recommendation from a friend. Cautionary Tales was a recommendation. So send it in. We listen to shit. That's the thing. That's our motto. We listen to shit. We listen to shit. It's taken over a year, but my my podcast to listen to list is dwindling. Ooh. Yeah, so there's that. That's happening. But until next week, I've been Zane C. Weber here with... Liz Best. And... Nick Bleeker. And we'll be back same time next week with more podcasts for you. Hello there. Do you take great pleasure out of using large and obscure words that nobody understands? Perhaps you enjoy peppering a strange adjective into a work email or finding a new verb to pursue as a hobby? Or perhaps you are a seasoned logophile, such as myself. An assemblage of grandiose and bombastic grandiloquence brings together all the world's most interesting, bizarre, and fascinating language to teach you a new word every day. We are available on all of your podcatchers, and you can find out more about us at that'snotcanon.com. I cannot wait to explore the wonderful world of words with you. Uh, That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Come home to ultra-fast broadband. 
and Sky's best ever Wi-Fi for our lowest ever price from just €30 Euro a month. So you can now play games, stream music and download movies at ultra-fast speeds for less than ever before. To switch from just €30 Euro a month for 12 months, search Sky 30. Availability subject to location, setup, these terms and conditions apply. For more info, see sky.ie forward slash speed.